Hi, I'm Seth, and this is Cinnamons, the only show where I talk to other humans so you don't have to. Trust me, I don't want to talk to them either. Let's begin. Hello and welcome back. Today I have with me again the beautiful Amber Collins, my future wife. Say hello, Amber. Should I just be like, hello, Amber? Hello, Amber, it is. <laughs> Dad joke of the year. Someone roll the laugh track. 90 sitcom laugh track. Ha ha, you know. No, you gotta like, have like the laugh track from friends. That way, if it's not funny, people think it's funny. Oh, yeah. It's like the studio audience. You see like the dude holding up the, the sign, like the big sign. Laugh. Laugh now. <laughs> Applaud. Everybody, you better be applauding for Amber, everybody out there. Because if not, I'll get really, really mad. But anyway, okay, so if you guys listened to the podcast the other day, we talked about going to Hunt Farms, the local little petting zoo thing that we went and did the other, the other day, but we gave a little, uh, little insight in what we were going to be doing for the rest of the week. We were, well, today, this Thursday, we were going to be going to the Haunted Halloween thing that they had at that same petting zoo farm. And we ended up doing that, and we are here to report what happened. But... First, but first, you guys know this, but first, you guys know that's my favorite thing. Um, if you guys could do me a favor, look down at the bottom right hand of the screen. If you see that little heart, if you guys could just absolutely destroy your phone by pressing that thing, I would really, really greatly appreciate it. Hit that heart, doesn't do you any harm, please, and thank you so much. Now let's get into the, uh, the juicy bits, baby. Not talking to you, baby. <laughs> talking, talking to the babies out there with the uh, with the with the mints up in their ears, little old sentiment boys out there. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so uh, yeah, so we went to we went to uh, Hunt Farms again, and it was it was cool. Um, same thing, parking, driving up, but it looked different. Uh, it looked a lot different driving up at nighttime because they had everything lit up. They had the Ferris wheel lit up. What else? They had a giant pumpkin on top of the dance hall. They did. They had a giant, yeah, they had a giant pumpkin inside and on top, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Excuse me. Burped there. Yeah. But, <laughs> giant pumpkin inside and on top of this dance hall. And then around the ticket booth was all, like, these crazy LED lights. It was super cool. So we go up, and it was $30 a ticket. Now, we will get back to the price of admission in a little bit once we give you our um overall feeling on the entire evening and if it was worth the $30 that we well I, we I spent $60 on the two of us we spent $60 I should say so $30 a piece for a ticket now you could also buy a $15 front of the line pass but i mean it's a thursday evening so who's really going to need a pass to yeah. wait 10 15 minutes yeah the longest we waited was we were waiting before the line even opened, so we were like the the ride or not the ride the attraction hadn't even opened yet, and we were waiting for a while. But let's uh, let's go ahead and get into our first our first attraction haunted attraction that we went to was called Village of the Dead. Okay, and it was super cool. Um, it, it was kind of like back in the wooded area. That's that's what you would say, right, Amber? Well, all of it was back in the wooded area. Yeah. Well, not the not the set. Well, yeah. It, it was back in the wooded area, and uh, on the way in, there's like gargoyles with glowing red eyes. It was super cool. And uh, so, what did you see on your way in, Amber? You, Amber, by the way, in this one, the first one was strapped to my back like a backpack. 
Well, it was either that or walk in front of you and let the ghosties and goilies get me, which you would push me into them. Yeah. Yeah, I do I do tend to try to scare her a little more than the actors do. I try to add a little extra by grabbing her grabbing her sides. Oh, but, it, so, did, it got worse within the night with that. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. The first one, she was uh, behind me. And she had her arms just kind of like underneath my armpits, wrapped up on my like Imagine on my shoulders. Imagine a baby koala strapped to its mom. Yeah, that was Amber. <laughs> and uh, so, what what did you think of the first one, Amber? I mean, the first one wasn't that bad. I mean, probably too much information, but I had to pee the entire time. And at <laughs> one point, some guy he comes up behind us, and we're maybe what the second to last group, and he goes and he says something along the lines of. Are you scared? And I was like, no, I have to pee. <laughs> yeah, what did he say after that, Amber? He goes and he says, well, we're outdoors. You can go ahead and pee. I'm sure your pants will absorb it. And I'm like, he goes, oh. He goes, yeah, your jeans are a nice place to go or yes. something like that. I'm like, bro. That's the, I will say that's the one thing that I really did enjoy about um, these actors is that, especially once we got to the, we'll, we'll speak more on this in a minute, but once we got to the Haunted Hayride, like yeah, the the actors were just great when they were like they were they were really fun. They were very, they were they were really talkative and very fun. So overall, how scary would you say it was? I don't know. Maybe it's because it was the first one that it was like uh, it was like a six or seven out of ten. Oh, okay. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm glad you said that because I was gonna ask what uh, your rating out of ten would be, and I was gonna rate it with you. So out of 10, 10 being the scariest theme attraction you've ever gone through. Well, then that's a six or a five. You would say a five or six? I would actually say, I would say it's a lot lower. I would give it like a three. Yeah, but you've been to a lot more than me. Yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. Well, I would say overall, the thing is, here, here's, the, here's the thing, like, it, they, it, they just needed a lot more people in there. It was actually pretty big, like... Mm-hmm. We were walking through that thing for a lot longer than I thought we were going to be. And it was actually... Oh, by the way, if you guys hear the uh, that noise in the background, I'm so sorry. My blood is boiling currently. Um, <laughs> we, we're in the Navy, as you know from before. You and, are. Oh, yeah, Amber isn't. Not me. <laughs> and uh, we live right by base, right off the base. And jets fly over sometimes. So I, I'm sorry about that. We don't have a soundproof house, unfortunately. Wish we did. Oh, we definitely don't. Not with these glass windows. Yeah. Yeah, we got big freaking glass windows to our back porch. But anyway, where, where was I? Oh, yeah. So the Village of the Dead, the first attraction, honestly, it just needed more people. Well, I don't know if it needed more people. Well, yeah, they probably did. But there was a I lot think of- the reason they get, went easy on us was because, like, two kids... Right when we were about to go in, came out crying already. Well, that means they're the doing their job. Girls. They're doing their job, girl. They were probably chickens when they started listen, walking in. Listen, if I'm working at a haunted house and I make a kid, I make <laughs> two kids cry and they have to leave out of the haunted house backwards. They didn't get like I would be so, 10 feet in there before they came out. Oh, I would be so proud of myself. They were little chickens. I would. That would be a very proud moment in my life where I made two kids cry. Because, I mean, in what other circumstance are you actually allowed to make children cry? Um, Good question, right? When you bully them? Yeah, but you're not allowed to do that. You're not, I mean, you're not it's opposed frowned to. upon. You're not opposed to. It's frowned upon. <laughs> it's supposed to. I know there's how to no put, law saying you're, you you're can't not supposed to. make a kid cry. You're not opposed to. 
Okay. You post-it note. Hey. So let's go on. But let's go on. Village of the Dead overall, even though I ranked it so low, it was very fun. It was very fun. The attraction, the theme, the theme of it was that there was like a, there was like this contagious virus going around the town. They're like, don't catch the virus. It was, I don't know. Was it supposed to be a zombie thing? I don't think it was. Um. Because there was know. like, there was like a little clown section in there. There was clowns? Yeah, that guy, he was talking about his, he's like, I got clowns in the box. Remember that? Oh, that was like a magic show. Yeah. It was like a magician. Yeah, so it, it was, it wasn't heavily themed, which I, I think, I'll, I'll give my assumption on that in, in the overall my overall thesis. Okay, so let's let's continue. Um, so the next one that we did was called Field of Screams. Amber, what <laughs> what did we see on our way up? What what were you seeing on your way up to the Field of Screams? First thing, when you walk through the gates to get to the line of the little hut thing, is this clown dude with a fucking machete. Yeah, he was holding the machete, and he goes, and he starts walking up behind us, and I'm freaking out, and the only reason I'm freaking out is because I'm walking around you, and he's following me to each side that I go to you, and to make it, like, less creepy for me, I introduce myself to him, and he tells me his name is Mike. Yeah, his name is Mike, so I, <laughs> we, we saw him two other times throughout the night, and I kept going, hey, what up, Mikey? Hey, there's Mikey boy. There's my Mikey. He's so targeting me, man. That's what I kept saying to the guy. But so we go up, we go up to the field of screams, and this one is um, like a corn maze themed one. Excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> this one, yeah, I have a cold. Sorry, guys. This this one is corn maze themed. Okay, so you walk up, and there's this woman announcing with a microphone, and she was just giving you the rules. You know, don't touch the actors. Don't leave the don't leave the course. Don't take pictures. Don't take don't take pictures and don't smoke around the like, she shed. Don't smoke in the corn because you'll catch everything on fire basically. And uh, so yeah, we go in. This one again. I thought this one was actually wor- a lot worse than the first one. Oh yeah, there were plenty of places where I saw that somebody could have been, which thankfully they weren't. This that okay. The thing about this one. It was a corn maze. There wasn't a single person in the corn. The only time that they that people were in the corn is when they had cleared out a section for them to stand. It was never like, oh, this dude's standing in the rows of corn. It was never that. But they had spaces now, for it. Yeah, that's why. Now, I understand they don't want to knock down the corn stalks and everything, but you, you know what I mean? It was dry. They had already I know. knocked it over. I, I definitely know. I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I understand both sides. Like... But I just wanted people in the corn. Most, honestly, most of that was just literally just walking through corn. There was and being scared by people standing and not even like that was like half the not even half the time. I would say a good seventy. They were in clearings, like you said. They yeah. weren't around the corner. You knew of the, you knew they were coming. Like, narrow areas. I mean, they had speakers set up in the corn to make you think that there were people out there, but it wasn't anything. That one, so how scared were you on that one compared to the first one? The only reason I was scared, more scared on that one, really, was because I was in the back by myself, and you were walking slow, and I was like, can we move faster? Oh, yeah, because we were, in, we were the last, like, we were in a group of probably maybe like 10 people, and we were the last two people, and I was telling Amber, because this is what I used to do 
when I went to theme parks all the time for haunted, like haunted stuff, if you're in the back, what you have to do is you have to slow down and let the people in front of you get ahead of you. That way you give them like a slow down for a good like 15 seconds. So then it's like you and your partner or whoever you're there with are going through the maze or going through the, the haunted house by yourself, just the two of you. I don't know how many times I let go of you and left you. Yeah, she was like, I am not. I will leave you back here. I was like, yeah, you'll die on your own if this was real. I would just uh, let well, you go and just run. Yeah. See, I love the haunted stuff. I, I don't get scared that easily. But I'm a chicken. You got to help me. That's what I love. I love Amber. I love scaring Amber. Oh, now you can speak on me uh, grabbing your sides and spooking you and whatnot. When? Already on the hair ride? No, that, I did it the most in the field of screams. I don't remember. Uh, I was I just remember leaving you. <laughs> no, I kept trying so hard to like get on one side of you and reach around you and grab your other side. But you kept looking at me. Every time I went to do it, you kept looking. I was like, damn it. Well, good. I'm trying to freaking scare you, man. Quit looking. I'm already terrified enough. I don't need you to add more. Quit looking at Oh, okay. So just for reference, this one, Amber was in front of me the whole time. Because if she was in the back, she would have been the last person in the pack in the group. Yeah, no. That's she not didn't about want, to happen. She didn't want that. So I was, she was in front of me and I was the last person in the group. I mean, sometimes we walk side by side, but then you were walking slow and I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, I was, trying, I, I was trying to slow us down, trying to get us a little time, just us and the actors. But the thing was... There, the group behind us caught up to us. That one, I did not have a lot of fun in that... That one was literally like, I would say at least 65% of it was just walking through corn. Mm-hmm. Not even like nothing scary, just literally just walking. The scariest part in that thing was probably walking through the corn and he- hearing like the corn stalks swish past your head. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'll agree with you on that. And then when it came to like the actual like figure your way out of the place. That was not even like a maze it at was, all. They it was like here's the spaces a... and you take a left or you take a right. The first time we took a left, it led us to a dead end, and then we had to turn back around, and then we took the right way, and then it was like another one, left or right. Well, the lady said we weren't supposed to go that way. Yeah, exactly. The first time, and then the next time, it was just like take a left or a right, and both paths just went around in a square and ended up at the same place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still fun. The reason I say it was so fun is because there was a kid in our group that was, like, terrified. Oh, you mean me? <laughs> no. No, you remember the kid? You know the kid I'm talking about at the front of our group? Oh, yeah, that was cursing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. This kid was, like, <laughs> this kid was, like, six. And, oh, not at six. Maybe, like, ten. Yeah, maybe seven. Like, I would say eight, nine, or ten. And uh, we had gone. We had been in there. We were probably, like, halfway through. And halfway through, there was, like, a haunted shed. It was, like... Clown. Oh, yeah, there was a little spinny thingy in that one. Oh, that... No, that was the first one. Oh, the, I forgot about the whole little, like... In the first one, they had that... Uh, what was it? It was like a shack, and it was like a quarantine shack, quote-unquote. And as you're walking in, somebody was like, Yeah, uh, watch out for your ankles. They like to grab. And it was one of those things where it had... The walls were inflated, and you're walking through it, so you can't see anything... But the bottom was lit up, and it had, like, maybe six inches worth of space, and it's blowing cold air on your ankles. And I'm expecting, like, somebody Somebody, to reach out and grab my freaking ankle. Yeah, they can't touch you, though. That's the whole time I was just like... See, I think they say watch your ankles so that you have the fear that, oh, someone's going to grab my ankles. Dude, I went through... But they can't touch you, though. I went through a, like, creepy maze, like, 
back in Texas and they had fake rat tails swishing around your I've ankles. I've had that. I've had that done that before, too. That would have been something. Yeah. And then they had the little, uh, the spinny tunnel thing. Oh, that was the... walk across the bridge. That was the best part of the night. Yeah, sorry that we completely forgot to mention that. This is in the not in the Field of Screams. This is the Village of the Dead, the first one that we're talking about. You guys know that trippy, that trippy-ass tunnel that goes and it's... Can you... That trippy tunnel that uh, goes and like you go inside of it and it spins and while you're walking across, it makes you feel like you're spinning upside down or upside down and around. And uh, yeah, that that was super, super freaky. But I always like those. Those are always super trippy. But back on the clown thing. So so we're going we're going through the uh, field of screams. And this kid that I was talking about, we're we're about to go into like the shed area. It's like pretty much the halfway point. And there was there was like a guy in there with like a cleaver or something. And the kid was horrified. His dad was like, "Come on, we gotta go in." The kid was like, "No, I'm not going." And they're in the front of the line, so they're holding up like the rest of us. Everybody else in the line is being held up by them. And I thought it was just hilarious because again, second attraction. This is the one where we're in the back, and the kid is like, "Hell no." He's like, I'm not going in there, blah, blah, blah. Well, he didn't say hell no yet. And uh, his dad was like, come on. And he starts like kind of pulling him in there. And the kid's like reluctant, but he's like, oh, shit. That's what he said out loud. He goes like, he said, oh, shit. They're like, holy shit. What, do you remember what he said, Amber? Because I don't know. Did he say holy shit or oh, shit? I think he probably said oh, shit. I don't know. You're the one that heard it. I was yeah. Like, Either way, he was getting drugged in there. And he goes, I think it said it was like, holy shit. Or like, oh, shit. Either way, it was funny because he was like eight or nine. And you know, you know that if his dad would have heard that, he would have gotten in trouble. So the whole time I'm just thinking like that was like a natural reaction for that child to just be like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like you hear parents talk about like you, when your kids use curse words correctly. <laughs> you know, like am I supposed to be mad at them? They used it correctly. like Be like, yeah, I know that you did, you did it in the right tense. But don't do it again. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I always hear parents like, blah, you know... I'm, I'm... My niece just cursed the other day, apparently. Mimi? Yeah? Mimi? I, yeah, Mimi! She, she's like two... Not even two. She's one and a half. What'd she say? I don't know. She said something... Um, something like, oh shit, or something like that. Oh shit. Just imagine, like, an 18-month-old just saying, oh shit, in a tiny little baby voice. Oh, shit. Little Mine. Okay, so moving on. Field of Screams overall, Amber, what are you going to give it? I'll go first. I'm going to give Field of Screams a one. Um, I really didn't have much fun with it. Now, the one thing that it had going for it, and this is also the thing that ruins it, it had that one part in the shed area that I was talking about where I'm sure if you guys have gone to haunted houses, at some point you've experienced this. You go in, and it's like all black lights it's all black lights and uh, there's like polka dots on the wall and there's always somebody standing in the corner and they have a suit on like a morph suit one of those really tight stretchy spandex suits that's painted exactly like the wall so when they stand in the corner they blend in and I've, I've seen this a hundred times at these haunted houses and it's super awesome every single time because you can't not you cannot see where they're at and then all of a sudden from like a corner or a wall that's right next to you, you just see dots like moving towards you in a figure. It's super scary. Well, this one had a clown mask on. Well, hold on. What he, he wasn't wearing? He was wearing. Yeah. He wasn't. 
that's the thing. I was expecting being in this poke. I was like, I told Amber as soon as we go, and I was like, check the corners. There's going to be somebody in there blending into the wall. She goes, yeah, I know. I'm excited. Something like that. And there wasn't. There was we. There wasn't a guy. The only guy in there was a was a clown. I will say the thing I liked about that is he was like banging against the wall, and it shook the entire room. Because it was like those metal like. Like, you know, sheds, metal sheds? Yeah. It was that type Like of aluminum. Thing. Yeah. Aluminum, aluminum, aluminate. <laughs> and they, there was a chick at the end of the building doing the same thing. Yeah, it, th- that's the thing I liked about it. But honestly, that's the only thing I had going for it. Like that, and I, I hate to be so harsh. Now, don't get me wrong, it was a good time, and I would go back through that one. I love haunted stuff, but I'm just comparing this to the best haunted house I've ever been in. Doesn't compare. Which honestly, I don't even think I don't. I don't even think I've ever been in a ten out of ten haunted house. To be honest with you, so I don't mean. I know I, sh- I sh- a one is pretty harsh, pretty harsh. But but I mean maybe I give it a two. I'm gonna give it a two. I'll change it. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna give it a two. It's a three. You give it a three? Okay. Yeah, I mean they tried. No, it was. I, I actually had fun. Again, I, I just again I felt like there just wasn't they didn't have enough people in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if that was packed with people in there, like actors, it would have been awesome. So uh, what what did we go to next? The hayride. Okay, yeah. So what did you think of the hayride, Amber? Man, you're messed up for this. So as we're standing in line, we're deciding where do we want to sit, and of course we want to sit in the back. Because that's where all the spooky stuff's going to happen. And you'll see more things. It was like a... It was a tractor pulling two wagons. Yeah. Wagon in the front, wagon in the back. And And we sat in the last wagon all the way at the back corner. And so first thing you get as you're pulling out... You see... Well, so you got to go around the corner up a little dirt road. And then you turn and you're going past the corn maze. And you know, you see Mike... Lean oh yeah, tree. yeah. We He's saw the Mike. Uh, we saw that clown with the machete, the Mike Mikey from earlier. <laughs> and it's funny because he he like came up to the wagon and like grabbed the side of it. And uh, I look over. I saw him at the last second. I go, "Hey, Mikey!" And he goes, "What?" He said something back. He was I don't like, remember what he said. He was like, "Hello" or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like the the Pennywise. Oh, hello. Nah, he wasn't that. Good. Hiya, Georgie. Anyway. <laughs> Hiya, so, Georgie. It's like. It takes you maybe about two minutes to get to the little gates of the place anyway. Yeah, because you got to drive. The, the the tractor drove us all the way back. This is like, if you guys imagine like a, a big farm. It, I would imagine it's like a family-owned farm because there was houses on the land that we drove mm-hmm. past. And we drove all the way back into like this wooded area where they had like this big archway that we went under. It was like, uh, it had gargoyle statues on yeah. top of it. Yeah, those gargoyles with the red eyes. It was like gates that eyes. opened, and then like when you go through the gates, it closes. Now as we're riding along, you, there's this little lady dressed in a witch costume sitting in our <laughs> cart, and she has a speaker and a mic, but you can't hear her. Yeah, because we're in the back. And the driver's driving so fast, and you're bumping around, you're like, dude, this shit's <laughs> gonna topple. I didn't think it was going to topple. Oh, okay, yeah. He was doing like 15 he, miles an hour. If he had hit a mudslide, we would have just skirt right a off mud the slide. track. <laughs> you know what I meant. Little mud patty. But anyway, so mud. we go through, and the whole time I'm like, I know people are going to be like jumping on the back of this cart. Within the first 
30 seconds of us going through the gates, this guy is walking behind the cart, sticking his head in between like the little, the little like uh, the hay and the railing of the cart. Yeah, like there, there's like a back railing that we can lean against. And he realized, oh, she's scared. She as in me. And proceeds to walk around our side, go to the other side, spook them a little bit, and then come back to our side and stick his head in there and just stare at me. I'm not sitting on the hay anymore. I'm like trying to crawl across Seth's lap. I'm not playing. Yeah, he this this guy scared this guy scared the crap out of Amber. And this was only the first guy. Yeah, this was literally the first dude that we saw. And uh, we go forward, and the theme on this one was like, it's a graveyard, but it's also like a hillbilly family. It's like Silence of the Hill type shit, probably. Yeah, or like, I I got more of like, uh, oh, what's that Rob Zombie movie? House of a Thousand Corpses. I got, if you guys have ever seen that, and if you haven't, you definitely need to watch that. I got a House of a Thousand Corpses vibe. I don't remember Like, it's like a hillbilly family that kills people. That that kind of story, hillbilly family out in the woods. They kill people, and there was uh, definitely a bipolar chick. Oh yeah, she that, had schizophrenia because she was she, talking to herself. Yeah, she was like she. It was like split personality, like yeah. talking to herself. Like she'd be like, "But mom, blah blah blah." blah. I want to go play with the people, and then she, the and, other. Then one she would like out. she would like 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 dude, oh, you can't see me. She would like <laughs> crack her neck almost, like move her neck real quick, like. Arr, arr. Kind of like fairly odd parents. Oh God, Mr. Crocker. Yeah, like Mr. Crocker, but she'd like like do that, and then she'd switch characters into this, into the mother, like yelling at the daughter, yelling at herself, but the other character she was playing. No, they were sisters. It was sisters because the mother was dead, oh, and there was yeah. a little prosthetic leg laying on the porch. Yeah, and she's like, "Look at mom. She's just she's uh, injured her leg or whatever have you." And then the little nice one comes back. She's like. But they're leaving us. And then she'd go back to the other one, and it was just real weird. And so the whole theme, again, of this one is like the hillbilly family. And they're trying to do the cleanse. They're trying to cleanse you of all the evil that you've ever done. And they're, they're doing like the, this cleansing is what they call it. It's like it. a cult, too. Yeah, it's pretty much like a, it's like a family cult. And now my, fav- the, my favorite part of the entire night is what I'm about to tell you. We pull up into like this barn where we fit inside there and they start basically explaining what like the ritual is and then they have people in there a woman gets electrocuted in like an electric chair it's they're like putting on a little show she gets electrocuted in an electric chair some other person gets like chained up from the ceiling and then all of a sudden like this yeah all, all of a sudden like this thing drops from the ceiling it's like a a mannequin thing upside down that like oh, shakes and uh this is when the best part happened. Mind you, there's there's actors in the barn with us. Both doors on either side are closed. And all of a sudden, the, the lights start going, f- like, flashing like strobe lights. And they started playing, like, heavy metal music. Like, oh, it was so badass. And the lights were flashing. So, like, you know, like, when you're in a haunted house and the lights are flash- flashing kind of slowly. So, like, you see someone here and then the lights go out and, you, and it comes back on. And now they're, like, right here. It's like, and they're moving. But it was like heavy metal music. It was like, da 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 It was badass. That was the best part of the night, in my opinion. What did you think of that part, Amber? Yeah, I guess that was the best part. I, that was just my opinion. I was just part. focusing on not being creeped out by people crawling around behind me. Because the last dude had a freaking chainsaw. Yeah, oh yeah. That was, that was the, that's what we're getting to. As soon as we left the barn, we pull up to this next area where this guy is talking about 
He's trying to cleanse this woman and blah, blah, blah. She's in like a giant bird cage. Yeah, she's like a big circle cage that she was in. And uh, she liked to start fires. So like these huge flames blew up next to her. Boom, huge flames. And then this dude with a chainsaw came running out. And this was, this is where I really got Amber. Amber was, because I had told Amber earlier in the night, I was like, look, if you look like that scared person or that, that, that innocent girl that's trying not, you know, that's trying not to get scared, those are the people they go after. Like, they never come after me because I just try to keep a straight face and just, because they're just like, okay, this, you know what I'm saying? They, they go after the people that react to them. And Amber reacts to them quite often. I didn't so, react to him. All now, I did was turn away. Now, yeah. Now, I will say, Amber did really well on this. She did really well on this on the hayride. She was trying not to react. You did really well. But she was... The chainsaw came around to the side of the car. And uh, she was just looking straight, not looking at him. And I turned around and looked at him. And he was looking at me. And I looked at him. I smiled. And I just kind of pointed at Amber. <laughs> and then he takes the chainsaw and... Hits it against the back of like where we're sitting with our backs, and it you vibrated. Suck. It vibrated the wood. It was like, and yeah, that that one scared her. But I forgot to mention the best part, other than the heavy metal, the funniest actor part, which I said I was going to bring up again. We were there was this dude somewhere in the hayride section. There was this dude, and pretty much how it worked, there's like railing along the side of uh, the. Excuse me. There's like railing along the side of the carts. <laughs> oh, yeah, you remember what I'm gonna say? I think I know what you're talking and this about. And dude, this dude came up and he was all dressed up. He had a mask on, <laughs> but his nose was like long, like Pinocchio long. Oh, you're talking about that guy. I thought you were going to talk about the pig guy. Yeah. His nose was like long, like Pinocchio. And he came around and he was looking at me. And I go, bro, your nose, dude. So I said, he's trying to be an asshole. I was like, your nose, dude. And he goes, he goes... Yours too. <laughs> That's what he said. Like, like he was offended. He was like, yours too. But like right before that guy came up, there was this guy that jumped on the back and he was like, what did he say? He he neighed or bad like a, a sheep. Oh yeah. He was like, bah. And I jumped. And Amber jumped and he was, he goes, why'd you jump? Sheep aren't scary. And he wouldn't even, he didn't even let Amber answer. And he got right up in her ear and like, how do you even, those he, growls. He, he like oinked. No, he did a growl. Yeah. No, he did like, like that. Yeah. yeah, like like that. He did that in her ear, and that made her jump even more. And then he goes, why does that always get them? And I'm like, oh, well, when you do it right next to my ear. <laughs> no, he said, get some every time. Oh. As he, he started walking away, he goes, get some. That, that was the best part when the actors were breaking character just for a second. Just get some every time. <laughs> it was great. It was hilarious. So then that was the last attraction, the fire attraction. And uh, we left... We left the, the ride, and we actually left and went back to our car after that, because there's only three attractions. And so the hayride, what would you give the haunted hayride out of 10, Amber? The hayride probably scared me about the same as the Village of the Dead. So that would be, I think I'd give that a 6, because that was pretty fun. It wasn't as scary, because I was, like, laughing way more. Yeah. But. I, re I really appreciated the story, and the heavy metal immediately gives it like a point for me but i'm i'm gonna give i'm gonna give the haunted hayride i'm gonna give it a six also i'm gonna give it a six six schmeckles out of ten schmeckles, schmeckles. yeah i'll give it a six schmeckles out of ten human limbs jesus yeah six six decapitated pumpkin horsemen out of uh seven johnny depps 
or out of ten Johnny Depp's in the in Sleepy Hollow. Johnny Depp's cost a lot though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so let let's get to the overall how we thought about the night. Now, granted, I was very harsh on my ratings of these, but here's the thing that I'm keeping in mind and that you guys should keep in mind also. This is a very it looked like I mean, we saw the houses when we were going back. It's definitely family owned, like family owned property. And it's extremely small time. Like their business is a petting zoo. It's extremely small time. And for being that small time, I think they did amazing. I really do think they did great. What do you think, Amber? Yeah, I mean, they have that shit set up probably year round. Oh, yeah. waiting. For sure. Other than the corn, they have to replant the corn every time. Unless they go out and buy fake corn. That That was not fake corn. I know. So, it was, now, let's get to the price. It was $30 for admission and $15 for the Fast Pass. Now, Amber and I, I will say, Amber and I are the people that we go to amusement parks and we buy Fast Passes and we walk through the line and we look at everybody in the line and we're like, Peasants. Yeah, we throw our wrist up. We're like, freaking peasants. Look at me. We just, <laughs> look at it, flick at it. We're like flicking our wrist at I'm like, you see this bracelet? Look no, at you. Look at you. I do. I'm like, look at you, idiot, standing in line. No, I'm joking. But for real though, if you're gonna go to a, if you're gonna spend all that money to go to an amusement park, spend the extra fifty bucks and get the front of the line pass. It's so worth it. You get to ride almost all the rides, unless you get to ride them all. Oh no, even if it is packed, you get to ride everything multiple times. Okay, but that's not what we're talking about. So they had the front of the line pass here at this place for fifteen dollars. So the tickets were thirty. Front of the line pass was fifteen. But you can only use the front of the line pass one time for each ride. Okay? Now, with that being said... Was it worth $30? Was it, was it worth... Was the front of the line pass worth it? No. No. We didn't get the front of the line pass because I knew it wasn't going to be packed again. It's a Thursday evening. I knew it wasn't going to be packed. And we went there as soon as they opened when, sun, when the sun was going down. We were there. Like, sun went down around 640. And uh, so we were there like... We were there at 6.30, but sun went down, and uh, they opened everything up at like 7. So it wasn't packed. And was the, was it worth it? No, I will say absolutely not. The $15 was not worth it. But the $30 admission fee, was that worth it? No. I say absolutely it was. Because if you think about it, if you go to a normal haunted house, you're going to pay 15 to $20 to enter one haunted house. We did three haunted houses for $30. Ten, that's ten bucks a house. Not to mention we could we could hang out in that in like the dance hall, and uh, they had food, drinks. They had carnival rides. Uh, we got to feed some goats. We got to see the same goats we saw the other day. Well, we fed the senior goats. I think I honestly I do think that it was worth it. I would I would do it again. I I had fun though. You yeah, I had fun, but I'm a cheapo. If I'm paying thirty dollars, I want to be crying by the time I walk out of that thing. <laughs> okay, I understand where you're coming from. But I would I would do it I would do it again next year. Yeah, but I just would I feel like since we went the first night, they hadn't got their like spooky bones in. That wasn't the yet. first night. They've been doing it all year. Or I mean all uh all this month. Really? Yeah. Well I wouldn't want to go on a Thursday then. I would wanna go on like a Saturday or so because by then they're really like in their characters, you know. Yeah, that's again. That's the other thing. It's and a th- they probably have more people on the weekend. That, that's what I was gonna say because I'm sure that they're most that almost all of them are volunteers. 
Because I've seen a lot of ads for volunteering for haunted houses. And I'm sure that most of them are volunteers. And a Thursday evening, there there really wasn't a lot of actors in there. But, I, dude, I mean, you, you can disagree. That's fine with me, obviously. But I think, I honestly think it was worth it. And I would do it again. I would definitely do it again. It was a great time. And it felt safe, too, because uh, there was police officers everywhere, which I appreciated that. There was a police... We saw probably 10 police officers. I wasn't counting the police. I wasn't counting them either, but we, we saw multiple police officers. There was, like, two around, like, each area, I guess. Yeah, just kind of walking around. That, Except that, for the hayride. That's nice. Feel, it, feel, it felt safe. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. I, I get a safe feeling in the... That kind of circumstance. Like, security? I'm talking about, like, I don't want to mentally feel safe if I'm at a scary house, you know? Nah, yeah. paranoid around every turn. Well, well yeah. I, did, I don't mean I feel safe. I mean, like, you, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, it's like having security around. Not like, oh, this person is going to stop me from getting eaten by a monster. Well, I mean, I want to have that thought that there is going to be a monster around the corner that's going to eat me. Well, because there was no... The reason I say that I felt safer is because there was no, like... Metal detectors on the way in. There was nothing of that nature. Where you get, you do that when you go to a theme park for this kind of thing. Mm. And you're you're paying this money to get a ticket to go into this place. You know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. So overall, I had a great night. Overall, I had a great night, and I would gladly spend thirty dollars again to do it. Oh yeah, it was awesome, but I wouldn't want to spend thirty dollars. Okay. Spend twenty. There's some we could do other things for thirty dollars. Is what is kind of yeah. what you're getting at. So you think it was worth $20? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I agree with it. Now, would you recommend it to a friend? Would you tell them, would you recommend it to a friend, like, yeah, you should go to this? I mean, it was recommended to me. Yeah, now, again, like we talked about in the last episode, Amber works at a hotel on the beachfront, and this place is one of the things that they kind of advertise at their hotel. It's one of the recommendations that they give the tourists that come in. Now... What would you tell them? What would you tell somebody that's at, that's about to go? Would you recommend it to them? Like, oh, you're trying to do like a haunted house thing? You could do yeah, this. Yeah, I would recommend that to them. Okay. I would recommend it to a friend also. I Again, I would tell them, like, hey, it's not the greatest haunted house. But, but it's you, still fun. But you have to remember, it's a small, it's like it's like a small budget haunted haunted attraction area. They have three different things. The haunted hayride, I thought, was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, that was I the love, best. I love that. That really pulled it all together for me. Um, now, compared to other attractions we've been to, it's it, it's pretty incomparable. Like they, It really isn't that good compared to others. But for what we paid, what we did tonight, it, I thought it was pretty fun. Now, I have one more thing I want to bring up before we uh, cut this podcast off. Um, I finally got a hat in the mail that I've been waiting for. It's oh, a God. it's a beanie that I've been waiting for for a long time. And I just want to give Amber her her time to talk about her opinion on how I wear my beanies. His hat wear style. <sighs> Let's just say think of a dunce cap. <laughs> <laughs> a dunce cap, okay. A dunce cap, but in beanie form. He's he has this weird way of wearing it. Have, if you've ever seen, can I say the the there's no ah man, hmm. Well, I don't know how to describe it. 
it's just kind of over my ears. It's like a stiff, slouchy beanie. I mean, well, that doesn't make sense either. I mean, there's just regular beanies. Pretty much, it's a beanie, and he has the rim folded, which is normal, but he doesn't wear it all the way over his forehead or his ears like normal people would wear a beanie. Instead, he, like, lets it sit atop of his head. I was kind of thinking like an elf hat, like a Smurf's hat. Yeah. That's how I always think of it. Yeah, okay. Looking like Papa Smurf ass. Anyway. <laughs> that other one they call me Big Pop Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Smurf in the house, boy. You're not short and blue, but if you put the white hat on, you probably would pull off Papa Smurf. <laughs> I'll give you a white beard. Don't worry. I'll buy one for you. <laughs> no, you he should would, go he would, Papa he, Smurf. He, Papa, Smurf Papa Smurf wears red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He does have the beard, though. It's like Santa Claus, man. Papa Smurf is Santa. Look, Papa Smurf cannot compare to Santa Claus. Anyway, oh my no. gosh. Oh no, you don't want to talk about that? You don't oh want to talk about gosh. my Santa? Amber Amber has this weird thing where she's she's strangely <laughs> attracted to Santa Claus, but it's only one version of Santa. Tim Allen's Santa. She finds Tim Allen's Santa Claus very attractive. And He's she, a hot Santa Claus. She, she's got a thing for him. So I always give her shit like with mall Santas. <laughs> like, Amber, don't you be looking at that mall Santa, god damn it. I always, I always give her crap about it. Look, I don't like Tim Allen as Tim the Tool Man, what? like, attractive-wise. Oh, like, okay. I was like, going to say. Like, he's not as attractive as Santa. It's, yeah. Like, Santa, Tim Allen Santa is, like, bomb.com. She's got a thing for him. Anyway, so go on. Back to the beanie hat. I'm, I'm giving you your platform to in, talk about the beanie. Okay, I'm getting back to it. So he goes and he puts it on top of his head, and it has, like like, space in it, and it looks like... If you put a sock on, but you don't completely pull it over your foot. And that's how it sits on your head. Oh, that's a good... Okay. There you go. That's, that's a how good it analogy. sits on his head. And then he goes and he looks at me. He's like, Amber, can I wear it out like this? And I go, no. And guess what I did? <laughs> he does it anyway. I tell him I don't <laughs> like it, but it's like... I know there's things that I like to wear that you don't like to wear. You're checking yourself out too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my reflection in the window. I was checking out how if my hat looks like a sock. It does <laughs> it look like a sock. It totally looks like if you don't put your toes all the way up to like a wool sock. Or if you got like if you try to put socks on a baby. Oh, and, yeah. the, and the socks are a little bit too big. Yeah, and then there's, their feet are just like swimming in it. <laughs> Except your head's not swimming in it. You purposely well, just... It looks like a duck bill because it's yellow. Now, now, I totally understand where she's coming from. She just gives me a lot of crap about it, and I think it's funny. So I want I wanted her to be the one to share with you guys the horrible way of how, hat wear. Amber, thank you so much for uh, being my guest this episode. Once again, we got to do the follow up report. You heard it here live. I'm talking, and it's live. But when you guys hear this, it won't be. But just remember, it was live at some point. Okay. Um, <laughs> Your face. Let's just move past that. Um, <laughs> Totally fucked that up. <laughs> no. Um, you biffed it. I freaking biffed it, dude. Dang it. Darn it. Oh, darn it. Dang me a bit. Darn it. Anyway. Um, yeah, so we're going to we're gonna go ahead and cut this one off, guys. Wait, uh, I forgot. What? If anybody lives in Virginia or has been to the Virginia Beach area. What about it? We need suggestions. If they know about some spooky stuff to go to. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything in general. We're willing to travel. So, if you, yeah, thank you, Amber. So, if you guys have any kind of suggestions for us um, when it comes to spooky stuff and, 
especially around us on the East Coast or anywhere in general, because we will we'll travel. Just uh, tell us or just tell us your favorite attractions. We'll really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. So thank you so much for listening, you guys. Again, smash that freaking heart, okay? I want, I want there to be a hole in your phone. Dude, you don't need your phone. The only... Don't Listen. say that because then they're going to be like, oh, Cinnamon's told me to smash my phone. He's got to pay for it. Listen, yeah. I'm not paying for shit, you dude. You can't afford that. You can't make me. All right, you're going to be hearing from my freaking team of 35 lawyers. You mean cats? 35 cats. Because our cat, he's our cat wears a, a bow tie, so he's basically a lawyer. <laughs> anyway, he's let me. He's a very good one. So. So yeah, thank you again so much for listening. Up next, we're going to be having um, my boy Bradley, my buddy Gonzalez. They're going to be on the podcast, and we're going to do that spooky podcast that got messed up last weekend. We're going to we're going to finally do that, upload it. That's going to either be, either be coming out tomorrow night, which is Friday, or most likely Saturday. Uh, whatever days work best for them, and I can get them both here. But it will be coming out this weekend. Again, thank you guys so much. We love you all, and this has been Cinnamon's. Good night.